on last week's Irrevelations. By failing to refute Job, they let God down. You say God doesn't speak to you, but it sounds to me like he sent you a message loud and f***ing clear. But he's still right. There is no profit in pleasing God. You're acting like God's unfair, but he kills indiscriminately. Just listing off natural phenomenon, he says to the snow, fall on the earth, and yep, sure enough... The snow comes down. Like, yeah, good point. He's like, even the animals hide from him. Yeah, a- animals are afraid of lightning. That's a good point. That's God's real, I guess. Before we turn to the word, I would like to. Can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God, I am America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Uh, Did you see the new Snyder Cut? I've Uh, started watching it, and I thought I was done with it. Because the part where Superman opens up his shirt, and I was like, that's the end of it. (laughs) And so I turned it off, and then I turned HBO on again later, and it was still playing, and I was surprised. Okay. I don't get the joke. What are we doing here? What is this? I'm doing a. I'm doing an accent today in honor of his lordship, Prince Philip. <laughs> okay, I, well, we'll just talk about Prince Philip then. I guess I was going to talk about fucking. <laughs> we can talk about just. I'm not really going to do that. Is there anything to talk about Prince Philip? I mean, he's dead. Oh, yeah, may he rest in hell. Yeah, fuck that guy. But um, I, I don't even know why I hate him. He's like in that. He's in that gray territory where like he may have said something racist at some point. But you're also talking about a guy who's like pretty high up in one of the worst governments for atrocities ever so i I don't know yeah yeah well that's the point it's like even if he never did it even if he was never caught saying you know saying racist shit i would still by default hate him i mean okay so he was 99 which means he was alive in the 1920s correct he might have just missed like if he had been just 20 years older he would have been like yes let's get those zulu people (laughs) yeah i mean he probably yeah he had all kinds of uh faux pas even while he was in Africa and stuff just stupid shit he would say yeah. he seemed like a real fucking idiot but then again I'd expect that from royalty there's all a bunch of inbred pricks it was um there there was a joke on reddit going around they're like have the have the um but it was a it was a video of a comedian who I think is British making jokes about the royal family as the news of Prince Philip came out so like yeah. in the middle of his set they're like he just died and he's like Fuck that old guy. You know, like, I'm yeah, like, I'm well, gonna I mean, dig it deeper. But but he was talking about like some people say they should abolish royalty. I think we yeah. should keep them around, sustain them, keep them in like kind of zoos, just uh-huh. to guillotine them whenever like the people need a morale boost. Uh, <laughs> I think you would run out with the way the world is now. I think you would run out of royalty by the time. No force breeding. Yeah. <laughs> All right. At that point, it's like uh, it's like when you're uh, cultivating like wild animals for hunting, where you, you don't keep them around long enough for them to age properly. So yeah. it's just a bunch of infants, and you're and it's like, ah, oh, shit, the stock market tank at the golf club. Yeah, and we're just gonna fucking yeah. 
All right, that's an We're idea. Just cloning them. We're growing them in tubs. All right, that's an idea. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have an opinion about Prince Philip at all. I don't know anything about the royal family. I don't. I don't yeah, care. We don't. We don't care. Let's talk about Justice League. Like you we're America. Trying. We're the best country in the world. I, the idea of a queen sounds savage to me. Um, yeah, <laughs> savage, yeah. filthy savages across the pond. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. This is just slight. I've just, I've just been digesting the irony of, okay. so I don't usually try to talk about movies on this podcast. Especially so not much. shitty ones. Well, I, I actually enjoyed the movie, but oh, I, didn't. I thought it was okay, okay. I don't want to talk about this then. I, mean, I thought sucks it was dick. fucking okay. I thought it was okay, but, um, it's I'm awful. a big fan. Of, uh, the main reason why I don't talk about it is that i watch so much of red letter media half in the bag those guys yeah that they poison my brain to the point that i'm not you know i don't want to like if i talk about movies it's like it's like people that watch too much joe rogan and yeah. all their ideas are like that weird niche libertarian bullshit you uh, know yeah yeah like, I, I don't think people should have the mess people deserve to struggle and like where did you get that idea oh okay that one weird you've been listening to too much dan crenshaw um yeah. so so i watched red letter media and i thought it was funny because they they were talking about scenes that joss whedon had just felt like adding in and yeah. and, that, and i thought that dichotomy was very very interesting because you had the snyder's cut which is fine whatever i don't it's not great art you know but it's yeah, i don't think it's i've ever really really liked a Zack snyder movie i mean 300 was kind of fun but even that i i thought justice shitty. league was a, and, and this is what i think was interesting compared to the whedon cut the the Snyder cut comes out. I'm like, well, it's it's okay. It's better I've than I've never watched the Weeding cut. It's it's easily the best, in my opinion, DCU movie. Maybe second to the original Wonder Woman. The, the other ones have been bad to me. So I, I whatever, that's fine. But okay. my, that, that's I mean, not. I guess you're not counting like Joker in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, yeah I said DCU. Oh, I guess. Okay, whatever. I don't know about this fucking shit whatever anyway you know like uh, of the new of them trying to ape marvel you know? i think the only ones i've seen are aquaman and the first wonder woman you didn't see seen batman versus superman no, justice that, that was the, the I original avoid all these movies like the plague oh man of steel and donna justice might be some of the worst movies ever made like I they are it. they are especially donna justice is unwatchable but um Anyway, whatever. I, I, the, the point was not even about the movies. I, I'm trying to get to they Red Letter Media juxtaposed scenes and jokes that Joss Whedon just felt like adding in. Like the whole point was that there was like four hours plus of movie yeah. that Jack Snyder filmed, Zack Snyder. Zach and Snyder. then they were like, hey, Whedon, you got to make a movie out of this. And he goes, hmm. And he cuts it into less than half and then just felt like adding some Josh Whedon magic. And the shit that Josh Whedon thinks is good are easily the worst parts of the movie. Well, yeah. Uh, they're, I mean, they're, they're both – I don't respect either of those men. So, yeah. But I, I think what I thought was funny is that the, the one scene that's really in particular is that there's a scene for no fucking reason where yeah. – who's the chick that plays Lois Lane? Um, What's her? Amy Adams? Is Amy Adams, yeah. yeah. Whom I don't like, but whatever. She's great uh, in Arrival. And in a lot of other movies, but go she on. She's great in Arrival. I think she's boring, but whatever. Anyway, have you seen, you need to watch Sharp Objects on HBO? Okay, okay, I'll watch Sharp Objects. But fine, I, I can be wrong. But okay. there, there's a scene where they're just talking about like, oh, I liked Clark and I miss him, and they didn't know him. 
And then some guy's like, hey, toots, where's my fucking, where's the lead? You don't do real journalism anymore. And she's like, it's my source. And he's like, well, just give it to me. And she, like, what's his name? And she's like, I'll let her know. And it's like, and it's like, like Joss Whedon just laying on the I'm a feminist yeah, yeah. fucking thick. Which, by the way, definitely a rapist. Yes. That. And that's what I was getting at is that it, it took. Apparently, so Joss Whedon had this sort of, and that's what, I, that's what, I'm, that's the drama I'm slurping down, uh, just yeah. dripping off my chin today, is uh, not that it's like fresh, fresh drama, but um, Josh Whedon created Buffy the Vampire Slayer and then did yeah. the uh, Avengers: Trash. Age of Ultron, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but he he had this like aura of a feminist, you know, and he's out there for the Me Too, and just like any male feminist, actually probably a rapist, yeah. you know, <laughs> like uh, I'll go on record saying he is. Oh, Not probably, really. probably. I mean, yeah. they showed him, <laughs> I guess, and it, the funny thing is, like, he just kind of was sort of in the know. Like, some people were like, yeah, he's kind of an asshole, but he's so famously a male feminist. Like, he just wears it. He's up there with, like, fucking Lena Dunham. Yeah, um, you got to worry about those types. Yeah, he's just so famously up there. And then it took Ray Fisher, a man, to finally bring justice to him. You know, it took Ray Fisher being like, by the way, the way he treats women is garbage. And then all these fucking weak-ass women, yeah, that is right. He did me, I didn't like the way he treated me on set. I, I'm not aware of any of this drama. You're not aware so of this? I'm not, I don't feel comfortable commenting. I'm just going to say, again, I'm pretty sure he's a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I feel you know. sake. But I just, I, I, I don't know why I'm so fascinated by it. I don't know why I love it so much. Um, apparently I'm just like reading into it all now and just like trying to like pick up, you know, like I, I felt like I was so lost, but apparently, uh, he got a lot of flack. The reason why he left Twitter was cause, um, age of Ultron basically. Yeah. That movie sucked. Yeah. It wasn't a great movie, but the whole, that was like, the movie where I was like, I'm not really going to invest in watching comic book movies anymore. Well, age of Ultron was, was not great. I, I, whatever. But, um. I like trash. movies. I don't give a shit. Uh, but I guess the whole thing was like Bruce Banner was like, "Yeah, I'm a monster. I turned to a radioactive ape," <laughs> and <laughs> and like Scarlet Widow or Black Widow was like, "Yeah, and I can't have kids." <laughs> so they're like, yeah, yeah, you're a freak too, bitch. You're fucking we're both monsters. <laughs> and like people were like, "Hey, I don't know if that's I a just, good joke." I just remember, remember that fuck. being in it. You remember that? That was it. Like they no. go in the fucking shower, and he's like, "Maybe we run away." And she's like, "What kind of life can we have?" She's like, "Well, I'm." I was forcibly sterilized. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Actually, you're worse off than me. I mean, I can at least. Yeah. You seen what this green at dick do? At least I'm do? strong. <laughs> <laughs> at least I'm, I, mean, I, make, I make 30% more than you. So, <laughs> uh, circling, circling back only momentarily to this Justice League thing. So I, it took me about six sessions mm-hmm. to get to what I thought was the end of it, right? Like, I would start watching it and just fall asleep. Really? Uh, it's, just, oh. it's happening and happening and happening. And then finally, I th- I think it's over one night because it goes to the scene where they kill the bad guy. <laughs> hey, by the way, I don't care if you don't want spoilers. Shut the fuck up. They right. kill the bad guy, Steppenwolf, and okay. then it shows them like back in their lives and like Superman's walking around being a, a reporter or Clark Kent's being a reporter again. And then like he's like da 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 and like rips his shirt open and it fades to black. And I'm like cool, and I turned it off. I'm like finally, that's fucking over. Well, HBO, if you turn it on on my smart TV, it will just start playing whenever you're watching last. Okay. So last night, I haven't been watching TV for a while, but last night I go to see what's on before I go to bed, or I was going to watch that Q documentary, which right. we should both watch and talk about eventually. All right. That'll be next week. Yeah. So anyways, I go to watch the Q documentary, but what comes on, Justice League, and it just picks up on that scene where like Lex Luthor broke out of prison. And I'm like, what the fuck? This isn't over? 
I was so confused. And then there, I look at like the little time thing. And there's still like an hour and a half left. No, no, no. It's not that bad. There's not an hour and a half left. I mean, that's yes, like there the is. I was only two thirds of the way done. That's the ending credit scene. You're a fucking liar. But uh, th- no, there no. is a lot. There is a lot more. I'll look it up. I'll fucking try it. But there's so yeah. much more left in that movie. <laughs> I was blown away. I I thought it was I thought it was all right. But it it, it is weird. You should. Well, I I I'm gonna recommend Red Letter Media's review of it. There's nothing I'm gonna talk about that movie that's gonna be better or added to their their yeah, commentary. Yeah, yeah. They, they they're great. But they, they talked. One of the things that they did was they broke down all the jokes that Joss Whedon added, and just okay. were like these are garbage. They must have spent like a hundred million dollars adding <laughs> adding jokes. I remember when I saw the original Justice League, I was like, this is awful. You know, yeah, but it, like I feel like Joss Whedon hits the spot for fucking Gen Xers, who are now I think my least favorite. I think I hate them more than Boomers now. What's Gen X? Forties to fifties? Uh, yeah, that's, that's just a little bit older than us. Like we're almost yeah. uh, like like there, there, there's a scene where there, it's just so schmaltzy bullshit. But I, I don't know. Just it, it, it's weird how everything's going wrong for Joss Whedon today, and the 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 the, 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 the the ice on the cake is that you're a worse director than Zack Snyder. So yeah, that's, that's, that's rough. It's that's got to be fucking kill yourself, Joss Whedon. I don't even well, care about the feminism. Okay. You're worse than Zack Snyder. I just <laughs> even with I don't even, even care if you that you weren't a rapist. Yeah, even if you weren't a rapist, the rape's not the worst part. The worst part is, is that like if he goes to trial, if it, if we find out that he raped a seventeen year old and flew her in or some shit, and, yeah. and, it, and it comes out, I want the judge to be like, "All right, well for that, yes, that's a fine and, and, and probation." And then he like pulls up fucking the original Justice League. He's like, "Death." death. <laughs> I said, "Kind of like death." The worst thing Bill Cosby ever did was Ghost Dad. <laughs> I like Ghost opinion. Dad. <laughs> Actually, I think it absolves him. I think Ghost Dad. <laughs> Well, I like, we are Ghost, Dad. I like Ghost Dad so much. I'm gonna I fucking guess. let. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a pass. Yeah, the date rape is taking a back seat for both of us. Is, is right. what I'm hearing, right, just right, for right. different reasons. Um, right. What a guy, Bill Cosby. Uh, who else is in the news? <laughs> well, Ron DeSantis. I, well, I was gonna say, him. let's talk about Ron DeSantis in the YouTube because that's such a different tone. Let's talk about it yeah. after this app, uh, and no. let's just get it. Why into don't it? we just shift gears? What? I mean, we're only 12 minutes in. Uh, I was going to say, let's just get into it because we got so much okay, to talk fine. about. This is, the, is going to be... I'm so I'm so excited about talking about this last uh, couple of chapters of Job that yeah. I, I don't want to wait. And 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 what we're going to talk about is YouTube censoring Ron DeSantis and, and kind of what that means. I think it's funny as shit, but... Yeah. I do want to um, talk about that, just you and me. We can talk off air. I don't give a fuck, but, but let's get into the fucking part. Yeah. Speaking of awful stories... Huh? Yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. uh here's one for you. Cause guess what? We've been talking you know, I think I've been well first off, welcome to the Revelations Podcast, episode one thirty. Yeah. I'm Grant Voiced. Yeah, I'm Cole Delewski. Yeah, uh, if we're talking about writer directors, there's <sighs> Zack Snyder. Yeah. There's Josh Whedon, and then there's whoever wrote this shit. Yeah. And God I'm, himself. God himself, I assume. Because I, I I'm so excited. So I'm so excited. There's such a fucking prelude. So uh, all these past episodes, Job has been making reasonable arguments. A, a very simple, basic fucking argument of, I did nothing to deserve God destroying my life this way. Yeah. And without really being like, I think God's a bad guy. Like, take it to the natural conclusion, the argument would be, God misjudged me, God yeah. is a fuck, and God is, you know, like, like that. that's where you're going, Job. 
but you yeah, won't you don't got the balls to say it. That's the implication is questioning God's judgment, right? Yes. And everyone's kind of been like, no, 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 God punishes the wick and he helps the almighty and he must have had a reason and you don't have access to God's wisdom. You can't possibly know what it's like to be him. Blah, 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 blah. And Job's like, I just wish God would come here and explain why I deserved all this punishment. I wish I could speak to God. And this chapter, 38 through 42, is God coming down and basically explaining, I guess, Ending the argument. Do you know what it's like? Uh, Job is like a woman who was harassed. Who was harassed? This is a very common thing, so I feel like it's an apt comparison. Uh, A woman who's harassed at a workplace doesn't give in to the harassment or or advances made by, let's say, a superior, a boss. Okay. Yeah, the director, and gets fired for it, and for some bullshit reason, and is trying to tell her friends that, like, no, I didn't do anything wrong, and they're all like, oh yeah, well then. Why'd you get fired? <laughs> you know, like that's that's what they those three are. Are you going to tell course, me you weren't wearing something inappropriate? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. or so that you didn't I, I say feel, something that kind of? It's so out. infuriating because, like, imagine how frustrating of a situation that would be. Well, that's just with like a stupid, fallible, dumb, worldly boss, and you can get a new job. Instead, put God as the boss in this situation. Instead of losing your job, it's losing everything, and just knowing that you've been wronged. And there's nothing you can fucking do about it, and everyone blames you for it. Atrocious. <laughs> Who's it that is. one that went against Weinstein that had her career ruined? I'm just thinking about now. Oh, uh, um, Ro- uh, Ro- Rosario? Something Rose. Rosario Rose. No, it's Rose. Something, but yeah, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Yeah. Rose McGowan. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Rose McGowan. They're like, you know, no one will hire you anymore. Your life. Yeah, is but shit. at least she eventually got. He got his comeuppance. God. Yeah. Not so much, but we'll yeah, get into that. Rose McGowan still ain't got no job, but um, let, yeah, let's talk about because I and, and something I want to kind of keep into the viewer's mind is that Grant the whole time was like, oh, wait till God shows up, he's gonna set you fucking straight. He's got oh. he's gonna fucking dab on your whole facts and logic. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, he does definitely dab on facts and logic. Yeah, he definitely you- <laughs> kicks their shit out of logic. <laughs> um, uh. so in the last episode. Uh, we talked about what the fuck is this guy named Ellen? We can't, hey, we're like thirty five years old. We can't keep saying dab on things. I'm, I'm saying it. I'm All right, fair enough. This is you- epic. All right, so, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I know. I, I heard some like I was like at a party and someone was like, "Dude, that fucking slaps." And I was like, "Is that what they're saying now?" Like, am I like how fuck That's what I, I say? Yeah. I just feel like I'm an ancient all Gen yeah. Z looking. It happens. Um, but um, so in the last episode, we had Elihu. Yeah. Uh, basically being like, I speak for God. I know ultimate wisdom. I'm going to fucking teach you something. And I feel like God has just been listening in. And maybe because he's so angry at all the people coming to his defense, yeah. you know, like, I feel like I feel like um, you're, jo- you're, you're, you're Josh Whedon, you know, and you're hiding behind the set. And somebody's like, yeah, that Josh Whedon, he, he fucking yelled at me and he said I had to break with my boyfriend because he doesn't want any competition on set, you know, yeah. and he told, he told Gal Gadot, it's Gal Gadot speaking, and he said he's going to ruin her career if we don't get a shot of the flash fall on her tits, you know, and, and that's going to be it. And everyone's like, no, 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 you don't understand, Josh Whedon's a good guy because, like, he, he wants paid for my tuition if I blew him. And you're like, well, that's, <laughs> God. you know, it's like, I get how you're defending me, but it's not how I want you to defend me, okay? Like, I want, I want to fuck him. You know, do better. Like, like, why are you so worried about Louis C.K.? He's so impotent; he couldn't possibly rape you. And you're like, like, hey, hey, come on! I could, I could if I wanted to. That's not the point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
All right. That's a wild ride of an analogy we just took. Let's get everyone back on track. What's happening? You're too ugly that- for Trump to rape is oh, all I'm no. saying. Oh, no. So there were the three original friends, uh, Zophar, Bildad, and Eliphaz, who mm-hmm. tried to correct Job's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. They got basically slammed back down by Job. So then Elihu comes along, this new young buck, and kind of it's like, I think, a little closer to God's actual intention. Uh, and and Job gives one last chance uh, to kind of like... Actually, I guess, no, we ended with Elihu talking, huh? Yeah, Job does not respond to Elihu. Yeah. Okay, so Elihu just wrapped up in chapter 37, our last episode. Now, suddenly, as Elihu's speech comes to an end job i'm picturing is now alone he's walking back to like his ramshackle well no he's in front of everybody because god speaks to eliphaz and everyone Uh, it's the same because he he, he's going to speak to eliphaz and those two other fucking guys they're still in the room yeah, I guess they are. They just—they're just, okay. just not—they're just not talking. But I—I I, I do want to talking of, just to go, to Job. Oh, yeah, sorry, I just want to highlight kind of what the arguments were. Is that the arguments of in God's defense? Yeah, were like God doesn't just punish people. He he has perfect judgment, perfect wisdom. He has his mind yeah, on the everything. wicked pay he, for it. Blah blah. He blah. sees everything. Blah blah. The wicked pay for it. Blah blah blah. And also that God's infinite wisdom is such that he knows how every event is going to plan out. So even when he does things that may seem wicked, the ends justify the means. He's got a plan. He has a plan, and everything that's happened to you is part of that plan. And, I, and and Job was like, well, that's fucking, you know, I mean, why is he punishing me because I'm hurt? You know, blah, 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 blah. My point is, those are the arguments that have been made thus far. Yes. And it's going to be interesting when we talk about what God's actual argument is. Yeah, how does God defend his own self and condemn Job simultaneously? So that's what this is about. Chapter 38 opens. A storm apparently has been brewing because there's one here now. And from, literally from this storm comes God's voice. Okay? So, yeah. Um, I'm picturing like we're kind of getting a, a Wizard of Oz type situation here. Like God doesn't just show God can appear however he would want. I would imagine he could show up as another man or send an angel or whatever, or be a voice, a whisper. No, he puts on the fucking the, the cloak, cloak of yeah. majesty. Yeah. He's a storm. He's again, I'm picturing Wizard of Oz. Cause let's look at God at the beginning of this book. He's just some dude sitting in his heavenly court, hanging out with angels, shooting the shit. Right? Mm-hmm. He's just the guy. Mm-hmm. Now, behind the curtain, that's what he is. Now he's putting on this big fucking thing. It makes me think of like Gandalf when he gets mad at, at Bilbo and like makes himself huge. Like and, storming, storming, yeah, storming yeah. the eyes. Yeah, and so that's the, he wants to basically humble these fuckers, is the point of it, right? You want them to feel small. And that becomes even more apparent as God starts to make his case. So he says to them, basically, um, Stand the fuck up like a man. Brace yourself because I'm about to give it to you, right? He's letting Job know that he's about to lay down the fucking law. Yeah. Who is this who darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Now prepare yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. So, which I think is kind of ironic, maybe. Because, like, the whole point is, like, Job being like, yeah, I want to ask God why he did this. Yes. And everyone's like, no, 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 you must have done something. You tell me, you tell me. So everyone's just interrogating Job to try yeah. to figure out why God punished him. And all Job wants is like, I just wish God would answer my fucking question. Like, tell me what the fuck he did. And then God finally shows, all right, Job, now I'm going to ask you some questions so you can defend me to you in front of me from what I say. 
Yeah, it's a it's a definitely a course and be careful what you wish for, right? This whole time Job's been asking for an audience with God. Well, it's not going to go how he planned, basically. Right. Uh, God's showing up and, and instead of saying, oh, let me hear what your issues is. He's, God says, no, you're going to hear what my issues are with you, with humanity, all that shit. Yeah, it, now, we'll, we'll, we'll sum it up later, but yeah, go, go into it. Like, let's, let's read, go, let's hit four. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to warn you something right now. So 38, 39, and 40, and 41, that's the next four chapters we're going to read. Mm-hmm. It's all a rant. It's a monologue from God um, with only a slight pause here and there. For the most part, what it is is stuff like this. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimension? Surely you know. Who stretched the measuring line across it? Basically, who made the earth? And then he goes on. And he says, well, who made the sea? Who who stops the ocean from just running rampant all over the earth, all over the land? Which, of course, would be gravity, but... We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know water just would run uphill and wreck your whole fucking garden if I let it. It could happen. I, I Yeah, it's it, in summary, it's kind of like God shows up like, okay, I'm going to ask you some fucking questions. First question, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 who the fuck do you think you are? That's his first question is, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. Um... He explains to Job that uh, he he built the earth, that he filled the fucking oceans up, that he stops the oceans from going elsewhere, which Noah learns a thing or two about, I think, later or earlier than this. Who knows? Yeah. Um, he says, who shakes the wicked out of the earth by taking it by the edges, which I don't know what that means, but it sounds fun. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's like when you, uh, I guess. when you're, when you're like, um, maybe I don't, I don't think, I don't think earthquakes affect just wicked people. I think there's plenty uh, of children actually, that get crushed by buildings and stuff. Yeah. But remember with Moses, whenever what? the earthquakes happened, when the guys were trying to like be better than Moses, Oh no, they all fell in the hole. Yeah. But I don't think that was really like an earthquake. It was more like a, a chasm. I guess it could be an earthquake. Yeah. I think that they thought earthquakes were just cat, like. Whenever but, they actually splits. But the reason why I mentioned that is that earthquakes are specifically mentioned earlier in this book sure, as sure, something sure. that affects people indiscriminately. That yeah. earthquakes just come and they kill a bunch of people. And specifically, Job is like, if God loves us so fucking much and he just feels like sending earthquakes whenever the fuck he feels like, why doesn't he just give us the heads up? Hey, don't go down in the basement today. You know? like. Yeah, I, I still, it is curious, though, that who grabs the earth by the edges and shakes the wicked out of it. See, <laughs> see, with that thing, I, I didn't even think about that line when I read it, but I, it's like when you get up from a picnic and like yeah. there's a little bit of dirt that's coming from the edges, so you pick yeah. it up by the edges and you shake it, you shake it. Yeah. You know? and, God and, does that to the earth sometimes. God I'm just curious what the fuck that means. <laughs> well, I, I, there's going to be a lot of, I, I think a lot of this is poetic allegory, allegory? Yeah. Metaphor, sure. you know, like when he says, you know, who measured the foundation of the earth, you know, my bubble's like, ah, ah, the earth's not flat. The earth's not flat. We know it's not flat now anymore. So it's not a foundation. It's not like it's sitting on something, you know, it's, it's, well, he, he means it. He means it metaphorically. The foundation is in heaven. You know, this is the only of- part that's metaphorical too, right? All <laughs> yeah. the rest of the Bible is exactly literal. Well, I, you know, I, he is. My Bible is going to try to explain this because there's a lot, you know, like who measured out the corners of the earth and and who's who's told the waves where they must stop, you know, and who commands when the morning begins and sets the dawn, you know. It um, is funny because so many of the questions that God asks Job in this next four chapters, we can actually answer. 
pretty is, easily. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Because uh, he's like, you know, have you entered the springs of the sea? Have you searched in its depths? Have you walked along the fucking bottom of the ocean and shit? You know, like, it's like yeah, you know, actually. do you know what happens after you die? Can You know, what do you fucking know? Which... I don't think is the fucking point. I'm not quite sure. I mean, that's going to be the whole theme of the next, like, all God really gets to. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. this you is know, already, that's the gist of it. You know, it, 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 God's essential, and we're going to hammer it over and over again. We got basically four more chapters that discuss it. Yeah. Um, God's entire fucking point is that Job is like, I wish God would explain his judgment and explain why he does these things. And God comes down, and his only response is, because I'm powerful, you dumb fuck. I mean, that's, it's that's, the equivalent, that's why you don't question me. It's the equivalent of, of like, if uh, you beat the shit out of your kid, and the kid's like, why? I didn't do anything wrong. And your response is like, do you know I have to file taxes? Do you know I have to go to work? And I have to pick up a coffee on the way? And I have to tip the little fucking stupid coffee barista? And then I got to go to work, and I got to I gotta open up a TPS report? And I'm just filling out, and like just trying to say stuff to make him sound like an adult. Uh, yeah, it to doesn't, make him sound more important than it, the kid. But it doesn't answer the question. Exactly. He he basically is just saying, "Look at how 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 uh, how great I am." Uh, I'm gonna read the concordance because it's it's fucking great. Because I feel like Job is like the ultimate. Like Job, we'll, we'll get to it to the end, especially when we talk about all this bullshit. But, He's uh, the only human that we've ever encountered that the Bible didn't give us a flaw for him. Yeah. To at least be like, well, there's his downfall. There isn't one. God begins, and uh, this is the concordance from my Bible for uh, verses 4 through 6 of chapter 38. God begins by asking Job a series of rhetorical questions about creation. Uh, These verses encompass God laying the earth's foundation. A successful challenge of God's justice would presuppose that Job, i.e. the challenger, had infinite knowledge of all relevant facts, including the very nature of the act of creation itself. These verses do not imply that God was suggesting that he had dug a foundation in some substance and built the earth upon that. The Lord used ordinary, well-known language of construction figuratively. You know, uh, basically like, yeah, but the point being that like, my Bible is saying that and is defending God's argument that to question his judgment is to question everything. As if I have such infinite wisdom, I know everything. How dare you fucking question me? But it'd be like if you were like in court and you're in charge, you're charged with a DUI and you're like, but that's not even me. The photo is not even the right guy. He gave a fake SSN. I'm not that guy. I don't, I'm not going to jail for DUI. And the judge is like, were you there when the constitution was written? Yeah. Like, I don't, all right, that's fine. But no, I wasn't like, well then shut the fuck up. And it's like, but. That yeah, you, you don't know not- how the criminal law, you don't know how for-profit prison system works, all right, buddy? We got <laughs> yeah. quotas to fill. It, it, it's just, a, it, you know, if I command the dawn, who the fuck are you to question me? Which, you know, this appeal to authority, I don't know, it doesn't do much for me. To his own authority, too. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. If the, you know, they're saying, well, they're he's saying it all this allegorical stuff to dumb it down for humans. Well, why couldn't he fucking dumb down an answer to Job's question? Yeah. Like, just explain you, that one, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it also kind of comes down to the fact, like, okay, like, like I, I'm just imagining Job. Like, God comes in there. He's a fucking storm. He's obviously pissed, you know. And yeah. if you know anything about God, you know what could happen when that happens, you know. Yes. Uh, and, and it's like, yeah, you know, I created the fucking heavens. I created the seas. I created the fucking the, 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 the lakes and shit. And it's like, okay, that's great, but why did you destroy my life? 
I, I don't yeah. understand how that. I don't understand how those two relate. Why did you kill my ten grown children who I'll never see again? <laughs> they had their own lives who were fucking completely unrelated to this whole situation. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't know. It, it is just look at how powerful I am. You don't get to question me. Like, look at what we are capable of doing. It, it, it'd be like questioning the U.S. genocide of the Native Americans. And then, like, the president's like, yeah, but look at Hiroshima. And you're like, I don't... Okay. <laughs> like, I, I like, get that oh, you... Wow, yeah, you're I, powerful. I get that you can kill a lot of people. I'm still questioning the fucking war crimes. You know? Like, I yeah. don't... That doesn't... Uh, yeah, well, we can Agent Orange all of Vietnam. Like, okay, that's Well, the great. funny thing is, you used a crazy example, but people actually make that argument. Where we're like, look, why did we invade Iraq? It was obviously a bunch of false information. We're like, well, you just don't... You don't understand how politics were, you know, and diplomacy... <laughs> no, I... I don't, you're right, I don't know everything about the inner workings of our government. It's probably even more fucked up than I think it is. <laughs> well, Why it is that a- your excuse for one bad thing we did? It just... Yeah, I mean, well, the the real answer to your question, uh, if you could understand wisdom as to why the government does things, it involves a lot of satanic child rape and murder. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> and true. Sacrifice underneath pizza parlors. That's, that, that, that's I used to answer. be a bartender at the Bohemian Grove. Trust me, I know. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, like, basically, God's like, yeah, you know, I know everything. My wisdom is therefore unchallengeable. But it's yeah. like Job is like, well, what about... What can you explain this very simply? What I fucking did here, and it's like now, just understand, you know. Yeah, and spoiler alert: he never answers the question. Um, This is this is his argument. We'll (laughs) we'll hit some of the funnier points, but I think that's all there is left to God's. That's what he does. He's just telling God how many cool things he can do, and not answering Job's question. And we'll eventually we'll get to what Job says in response to that, which is also funny and stupid. It's like that's it's like Alec Baldwin's character from Glengarry Glen Ross. When, yeah. when he's like, he's like, why'd you destroy my house? He's like, because my Rolex costs more than your whole fucking car, you son of a bitch. It's like, I, I don't understand. You're not helping me. <laughs> I could go on that fucking phone. I can make $30,000 in a night. What does that tell you? And you're like, I don't understand how these relate. <laughs> like, uh, if I wanted to, I could crush your balls with my stiletto heel. Yeah. Or like, I. Good. Okay. Thanks. I, I don't. That hasn't answered my question. And you're yeah. not. And I'm not going to, motherfucker. And maybe that's the point. Maybe the point is isn't to answer the question. Maybe the point is to scare him out of asking it. Yeah, you don't deserve an answer, Job. Eat shit, my favorite boy. <laughs> yeah, just just to remind him how much worse it could be. Although that's debatable. Um, let's just hit some of the God's funnier like points these. as we're going through here. God asks him, of course, uh, have you ever entered the storehouses where I keep all the snow? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It, it is interesting. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be metaphor or whatever, but it's yeah. so fucking stupid. Have you ever been to the fucking closet where I keep hail? And it's like, I... <laughs> no? Have you Do you ever, know where I hide the winds when they're not out blowing? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know where the deep freezer is where I keep AIDS? Because I don't. <laughs> In vials? It yeah. Out. Yeah, the power went out weeks ago. God knows where the fuck... It got lost in the mail. I don't well, know when it's... Some got all of it. <laughs> I don't know when it's gonna turn up, but... <laughs> Uh, so yeah what are there's some other funny it's very pagan sounding to me like i get that your concordance and i understand the idea that oh it's just god putting into terms that these idiots will be able to understand but it sounds very pagan and like shamanistic kind of like these ideas that there's these natural powers that god has access to that he's pulling and pulling the levers and shit i i I really do love it because it is so fucking absurd it, 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 basically, Job's like, yeah, my whole life, because we, we've spoken at length 
Job has spoken in great detail to how much his life has been ruined and how much suffering he has felt, you know, and the deep anguish and pain he feels at the loss of everything he's ever known, that even his best friends and his community have turned on him. And God comes down and basically is like, who the fuck are you, motherfucker? I don't ever want to hear you talking shit about me. And it's like the balls on God getting (laughs) angry at the guy whose life he ruined as a joke, which also puts a lot of this into context. Like, like Job is like, is there a reason I lost everything and that my kids had to die? Is there a reason my kids had to die, God? That's like kind of my main question here. And, And God's like, you don't understand why I do shit. And we, chapter one. God does it as a joke. That's it. I mean, we know that. We know and that. that. And the it reader takes, knows it, that. It sucks all the majesty out of this part of it. You know, this part where he's like just flexing and showing what power he wields. But we know that he's the little fucking wizard of Oz hidden behind a curtain, just having fun with his little levers, with his little playthings. He's to, not to, this fucking big, scary thing. Yeah, it's and a joke. the original flex was on Satan, a guy that works for him. Like, there's no reason to have this yeah. petty bullshit. I, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, and I don't think there's an ultimate value to it. It, 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 it is absurd um, that we know God did this. And by the way, I, I'm pretty sure the bet was settled essentially um, prior to the three friends showing up, you know? Because, yeah. like, God takes every Satan takes everything away because God lets him. Satan yeah. takes away everything Job has. And Job's like, I still love God. And that never comes up. He never says, I don't love God. He's just like, I just wish he'd explain why the fuck my kids had to die. And and God's like, how dare you ask for an explanation on top of that? You know, yeah. like, you're yep. a bad person. Um. So what's kind of fun is that the rest of chapter 38 is just a list of natural occurrences. And then sort of... Uh, Starts transitioning into, like, what animals do near the end of 38. So he says, do let's, you... What? I was going to say, let's cover up some of the things that he says. You know, he's I like, don't care. He talks about the stars. He talks about... I create the rivers. I create yeah. the path for the thunderbolt. People can get it. I mean, they, I create you wilderness. get it. Yeah. And, and, he, the funny like, one is that he says, who hunts for the lioness? And isn't the answer the lioness? Like, don't they hunt? Yeah, I don't I get so. that part. I mean, what? I just don't get that one. Like the I, rest of them, I, I understand to some extent. I, I guess. I mean, the whole point is like he's like, yeah, who does all this great grand shit you couldn't possibly understand? Who who creates pathways for deer and shit? And you're like, well, and this is kind of one of the things I come to. What God is flexing on, and kind of the main theme here going forward is look at how powerful nature is. Yeah. Like, look at how powerful, like, do you have any idea what it would take to make a river? You know, I made a river. You couldn't possibly, mankind now, the, the irony is like, mankind now can make rivers. Can very, yeah, make a canal. We can make canals. We can make We rivers. can get a boat stuck in a canal. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a just canal. A we can fuck God. up a canal, you know? Like, we can, <laughs> we can stop a river as a, you know, uh, just because it's windy. Um, you, you know, Shit, it, we can even clone animals that don't exist anymore. So, it, like. It, it, it becomes such a thing where, and obviously it's a product of its era, you know, uh, it, it just shines such a light on how frail the Bible actually is and how frail people's beliefs could be that God's argument of why he's all powerful can be explained by lightning rods yeah. and, uh, you know, barometric pressure. It, you know, when you're leaning so much into 
natural occurrences. Like, well, do you know what makes deer shy away from thunder? And you're like, I can make thunder that scares deer. Like, have you ever shot a rifle near a deer? <laughs> it's not fucking it's pretty easy to the do. native americans were sending stampedes of buffalo over fucking cliffs i don't are they as good yeah. as god i don't know and then you it's get into 39 way. and just the beginning of it he's like do you know where mountain goats give birth and it's like yeah maybe they didn't know then but like in a mountain yeah, yeah. do you know that we uh, yeah. uh breed mountain goats <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that we control their reproductive rights do you know that we clone sheep like like yeah. you know? can you count the months that it'll take for a goat to give birth yes yeah, yeah, we, do we know now. it's gestational period, actually. Yeah, we, we've mapped it. We can actually map it on a cellular level. Which, whatever, but, Which, you know. Is this us? Be- now, th- th- and again, we are, are being we pedantic. being shits about this? Yeah, we are yeah. being shits. We are being pedantic. If God had been like, can you tell me how many quarks an electron have? It wouldn't, Wait, it wouldn't have close. lasted. You know, like, Job's like, what? <laughs> be like, like, can you tell me how many molecules of lead are being created in the Earth's core? And you're like, who? You know, like, yeah. Yeah. what? Yeah, so he had to, te- he had to speak... To stuff that obviously Job and his people didn't understand, which is, of course, a different set of things than we now don't understand. There are still things about nature we don't understand, right? right. So it's not the idea of it isn't obsolete. The execution of it here is why what's are, obsolete. Why are people non-binary? You know, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> can't explain that. You can't. You ever see a fucking Iranian ladyboy? It, no. It's like, that, oh, that's a thing, right? It's like staring into the sun. God, we almost went an entire episode without you doing like some weird trans. I'm talk. fascinated by trans people. I love them to death. I know. I That's know. a literal statement. That sounds like something a serial killer. Yeah, I love them to death. Like I just okay. want to. I just want to have one. Yeah. Well, they are already often the victim of violent crimes, so maybe we don't need to add you to their list of perpetrators. Be violent. Love them. It sounds <laughs> vaguely threatening. Okay, so he also talks about how great it is to be a donkey. I don't know why. The guy goes on a quick talk about. Hey, do you know who let the donkeys go free? I did. And guess what? They fucking love it. And they laugh at your dumb cities because they're out there living amazing donkey lives. Like, I don't know why he has that message. But. It is It is weird that someone was like, it's weird that people were having existential crises even then. Like, yeah. there's just a guy that's like, God damn it, I got to wake up every day and step on these fucking grapes. And he just sees a donkey just shitting with its huge donkey cock. And it's like... God, I wish I was like that donkey. I want to be a donkey. <laughs> I just yeah. like, you know, the donkey's got nothing to do all day. I wish I had nothing to do all day. Yeah. I, uh, I feel it. He asks if the wild ox will consent to you, which uh, that, that pops up some disturbing questions about um, pastimes they had. Uh, he talks about how ostriches are really stupid. Um, he talks about how horses are very strong and love battle, which I don't think is true. Uh, what else do we got? I mean, thirty nine is thirty nine reminds me of one of those uh, CNCs. Do you remember those when you were a kid? A what? A little tiny kid. CNC. The CNC. Okay. Yeah, it's like you pull a little rope or a little lever, and it spins the little arrow, and it points oh, to the what animal. Is the, like, and it's what like is the, the horse say? says, "Nay." Yeah, 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 that's what this chapter is. I, it, 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 breaking it down, it's like, and what I think it's funny is it's kind of when when people when Christians rail against like evolution. You know? Yeah, like oh, I didn't come get from a, in a minute. I didn't come from a fucking monkey, and it's like, all right, blah blah. blah. Like, can you explain all this? And it, it, to me, I can understand why there's such hatred towards evolution from Christians, especially in this chapter. God is saying, like, look at how much the reason why I'm so powerful. You need to understand your place. Understand how little you know about science, nature, yeah. behavioral psychology, all that shit. You know, can yeah. you explain why an ostrich has wings? But doesn't fly. 
And it's like, yeah, it's evolutionary, you know, divergence. Yeah, it's a raptor, yeah. basically. Yeah, it, 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 it has fast legs. It has evolved because it was pressured, and it has a better survival chance by running than flying. You know, what the fuck? It, it yeah. lives on the ground. It, it, it doesn't nest in trees. You know, and it's like, but look, look, do you ever notice how an ostrich kicks the shit out of its kids? How, how can that be? And it's like, well, it obviously doesn't. The, the irony now is that we know it does it for a reason. And the reason is evolution, you know, and yeah. and the idea that God's like, you don't know why ostriches are such cunts. I do. What does that tell you? You're like, I, okay. If your authority is based on how dumb we are, I can see why Alabama has such poor education stats. <laughs> well, you're not. I mean, for real, like. That's why for the longest time, you didn't teach fucking peasants to read, you know, um, you wanted to control. And in fact, the Bible specifically was kept in Latin for as long as possible because the fucking uneducated couldn't read it. And it gave you more control over them. It's very obvious. Yeah, and that's, God is mimic or they're mimicking God's argument here in that, that look, if you don't understand what's going on, you don't get to ask me questions, no matter how reasonable and necessary those questions are. What's weird is God doesn't explain these things. He's like, he just kind of like points to it as if that's, look at how dumb ostriches are. Basically, God is like, look at how dumb ostriches are. They lay their eggs in the ground. Don't they realize animals walk on the ground? Isn't she worried an ox will just step on her fucking eggs? Look at how dumb an ostrich is. That's how dumb you are. That's what you fucking sound like, Job. You sound like a fucking ostrich. And it's like, well... In some cases, it is evolutionarily superior to lay your eggs on the fucking ground. I don't, yeah. in many ways, I'm sorry, but the ostrich is smarter than you, God. It's figured yeah. it out. It, it understands. Oof. He's been out ostriched. It's almost like God's burying his head in the sand. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he goes on and on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talks about how horses are very brave and love to fight, which isn't true. They're pretty skittish, I believe. Um, it talks about how hawks fly up really high. Then. But he's taking credit for it, by the way. Also, he's like, "Yeah, do, do, do hawks fly because you tell them to? They fly because I yeah, tell them." To. No, God do you, told them to. do you think you could control hawks, Job? Do you think anyone in human history will ever be able to like control hawks? Uh, do you think anyone will ever hunt with birds? Do you think no. anyone will ever use birds for like messengers and sentries and like hunting devices? No. Yeah, Saudi prince is just smirking at this one. Uh, so <laughs> into chapter Mongols, forty. <laughs> Into chapter 40, um, God finally gives Job a chance, it seems, for a second. Um, he says, all right, will the one who contends with the Almighty correct him? Let him who accuses God answer him. And so Job finally answers. He says, yo, 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 I'm unworthy. How can I reply to you? I put my hands over my mouth. I spoke once, referring to him wanting to talk to God, right. but I have no answer. Twice, I will say no more. So he's like, look, nope, you're right. Sorry, God. And God's like, no, 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 I'm not done with you. Brace yourself again, because I'm coming back at you with some way crazier shit now. <laughs> it, it, at my Bible's concordance, I'm going to read it, because it's so yeah. good. The, these concordances I love it when you read your so concordance. Great. Um, it, it, these chapters. God invites Job to respond. God's summation was a question and a challenge, to which Job gives the appropriate and only answer. No longer is Job planning to confront God with his evidence and no longer is he seeking vindication god has shown not only his power but also his goodness job's <sighs> intellectual dilemma is unresolved why am i suffering but job did find god really to take the initiative the lord came to him in the midst of the painful situation to undergird job's faith in his love and goodness um 
And it's like, it, it, the Bible's like, Job's response is uncharacteristically brief. God's questions essentially silenced him. So their claim is that God's questions, the, the things he's just said thus far, are so brilliant, so perfect, such a fucking fantastic response that Job has no response again. He's like, you know what? I don't know how fucking hawks work. I guess that's, I guess I, guess I suck. But here's the thing. Those are the exact same arguments everyone has made before, and he did have yep. a response. I wonder what's different about this scenario where Job is facing the exact same questions but doesn't want to respond. I wonder if it's because God is a fucking crazed madman in the form of a whirlwind who's obviously pissed. It's like uh, it's like you're arguing with your buddies that that you know they're like, my dad could beat you up, and you're like. Yeah, maybe, but why would he do that? Like, that's stupid. <laughs> and the kids are like, oh, trust me, he could beat you up. He'll find a good reason. And you're like, yeah, but I'm just a kid. Why? And then the dad shows up and you're like, yep, you could. That's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's like it's like you had four friends and they're all arguing. Like, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. And there's yeah. the one guy who makes the exact same argument that he puts a gun on the table. And you're like, yeah, yeah, man, you got it. <laughs> Whatever the fuck you say, bro. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that is a good point. God is making just a, a like a completely unabridged version of the arguments that these other fucking assholes were making. Oh, yeah. And which to that point, Elihu's wasn't that much different than the other three either. It's odd because it is partly the exact same argument everyone else made. Again, everyone agrees God is all powerful. Even God. That's all he really has, his argument. Yeah. The funny thing was that they all agreed. The thing where they all, if there was a Venn diagram of everyone's arguments, everyone agrees God is all powerful because who knows what fucking rivers are. But everyone's like, but he also, he helps the, uh, he hurts the good and helps the wicked. And there's no point. God in doesn't even say book. that. You know, and God's like, no, no, I'm just all powerful. You guys all had it right. It's all that other shit where you're saying that I'm perfect in judgment and wise all knowing. That's the shit that pissed me off. Dude, we're founding a new religion. Starting <laughs> well, it's going to be a branch of Christianity where our belief is that God is just dumb as shit. <laughs> okay. He just- that he's an idiot. But he is all powerful. Like he just has like monkey strength. And he's <laughs> just up there. Doing dumb stuff. I would love it. It's like a post-apocalyptic society where there's just this one guy, like a hunchback, who can bend steel. And they're like, yeah. that's our that's our leader. And they're like, <laughs> is he smart or anything? Like, no. But look at him fucking just break bend a frying pan. Like, yeah. I, you only know it's 10 words. <laughs> yeah, but fucking, can you throw a rock farther than he can throw a rock? I don't think so. And you're like, I... There's got to be a better form of government. <laughs> yeah, go ask him. Go ask him. Go about ask that. him. See go what fucking, you, know, you got something to say? He's right there. The guy with the fucking two by four in his hands. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> fucking, I dare Dwayne, you. Dwayne Johnson is God. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson just rolls down. Just what'd you say? What'd you say? He's like, no, 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 you're God. You're I have God, an entire I'm... wall covered in frying pans that I have rolled into fucking burritos. You fucking come talk to me. <laughs> That is all it takes, man. I just don't know if we should be throwing Fuck. corpses into the water well. I'm just, that's my whole argument. <laughs> I think the water's not supposed to be brown. And he's like, you see those frying pans? Like, I see the frying pans. Do you want to be a frying pan? You have talked about those frying pans for three goddamn years. I am aware of the frying pans. I just think that we shouldn't be throwing corpses in our fucking drinking water. This isn't Mexico. My kids were all poisoned. <laughs> Uh, my kids were poisoned and they were like going to the river and he's like no you have to drink from the well and they're like I don't <laughs> you're just so aggressive about it so so Job says no God I don't have a rebuttal I'll shut up but God's not happy I, I, I get to- the I get the vibe of like um 
Pulp Fiction. Like yeah. God is Marcellus and um, God, who's the Bruce Willis? Not Bruce Willis. Uh, not Marcellus. Uh, uh, Samuel Jackson and John Travolta's characters. What was? Oh yeah, yeah. When I they remember, when they when they like, show up in the ho- when they show up in the apartment and they're like, "This is a tasty burger." <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he look like a bitch? And another's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. And he's like, it, we're not really having a conversation when it's two armed men in the room. You know, like, yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I understand you think you're having a conversation because you have a gun. You know? You're like, a puppet there to do what they want you to do. It, it'd be like, For imagine sure. watching that scene and being like, you see, they have no response to the intellectual superiority of Samuel Jackson. It's like, I, <laughs> that is exactly what's is, going on. There was more going on in that scene. <laughs> uh, so then God starts doing uh, this evoked uh, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast for me. He's like, do you have an arm like God's? And can your voice thunder like his? You would, uh, can you adorn yourself with glory and splendor and then unleash the wrath of your fury on everyone? And it's like, no. I, when you when uh, you unzip your pants, does the whole room smell like dick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Now he's just bragging about his, his physical attributes. Um I, I love, I love, I, I'm going to save, like, I have like a little, little, just non sequitur lines, but, yeah. um, uh, 4014, then I will confess to you that your own right hand can save you. And that's <laughs> something that we should all think of. <laughs> My right hand saves me from a lot of sticky situations. <laughs> Great. Uh, in the very next verse, this is where we go off the rails, folks. Yeah, it's going to be fun. All right. God's going to fucking... Like, I love it that, like, God's argument is like, look at how fucking strong I am. And he's like, all right, I've explained that thoroughly. Now let's talk about all the other reasons why you can't question why I killed your kids. And we get to this one. He he directs Job to look now at the behemoth. Okay. What the fuck is a behemoth? <laughs> I did a lot of Googling. So I, I, I tried what's to look at it, What's your pet theory? Huh? Your favorite. What's your favorite theory? I think the behemoth might be like the woolly mammoth or something. Ooh, okay. It, it, it's something, the whole point is he's like, so, so God is trying to, I almost want to say humiliate Job. Like, like yeah. again, push him into the dirt. I want you to understand how much beneath me you are and that you don't, you're not on any level to question me. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm the president of the United States. You're an illegal immigrant in a that. cage. You might not yeah. like what's happening to you, but you're so like, I don't even give a shit about you. I don't yeah. really care. Sure. So so now we talk about the behemoth. Yeah. So God's like, listen, if you think you're so fucking great, look at the fucking behemoth, which we don't know what it is, but let's describe it. Let's see if, let's see if our audience can piece together what the behemoth is. Yeah. Look now at the behemoth, which I made along with you. He eats grass like an ox. See now, his strength is in his hips. And his power in his stomach muscles. He moves his tail like a cedar. The sinew of his thighs are tightly knit. His bones are like beams of bronze. His ribs like bars of iron. He is the first of the ways of God. Only he who made him can bring near his sword. Surely the mountains yield full for him. And all the beasts of the field play there. He lives under the lotus trees in a covert of reeds and marsh. The lotus trees cover him with their shades, the willows by the brooks around him. Indeed, okay. the river may rage, yet he is not disturbed. He is confident, though the Jordan gushes into his mouth. <laughs> so, my Probably. first, there's a couple options here. Mm-hmm. One is crocodile, right? I it's think got it's a, a big a ass hippo. tail. Well, the hippos don't have a big ass tail, though. 
Hippos maybe had there was an old school a tail. Not a. It's definitely not a crocodile. Well, well, because it says. Uh, let's see. Its tail sways like a cedar. That's like crocodilian. And the power like. is in his stomach muscles, and his strength is in his hips. I just can't imagine ever seeing a crocodile and being like, "Look at that guy's fucking hips." <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's. I fair. guess crocodiles are kind of strong in the hips. If- they have shrunk. And like maybe these are like some old school big ass crocodiles with big ass legs. I don't are know. crocodiles? Or sorry, are hippos into Egypt? Do, do hippos exist in the Nile Delta? They're definitely African. They're definitely African, but I don't know if they're that far north. I'm gonna look well, up the was, range of hippos, historic yeah, range of hippos. The obvious other possibility is like, oh yeah, they go up all the way up the Nile into the Delta. So I, I think it's a hippo. Is yeah, kind of that's possible. And hippos are fucking to... mean. I, I could, I could, I yeah. wouldn't fuck with a hippo. They're one of the deadliest animals on earth. So yeah, it could definitely be a hippo because they graze and they lay in wait in the marshes and all that shit. It adds up. I was um, gonna say he eats grass like an ox. That's not really a crocodile thing. That's true. But maybe they thought they ate grass. That's you true. Don't we don't know how fucking dumb these guys are. They yeah. might. But the, the whole Pretty point is stupid. like, look at. He's like, you want to see how fucking ballsy you are? My greatest creation is the fucking behemoth. Which lives in the river, eats grass, and does not fuck around. There's two real possibilities, then. One is that it's some sort of a dinosaur that would have existed hundreds of millions of years before this guy was around. So not really possible. 3,000 years ago or so? Huh? You mean 3,000 years ago? No, it would have... Oh, I see what you're saying. (laughs) Young Earth creationist thing. Yeah. Yeah, so one is that it would be a dinosaur, because it does sound kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, The other, of course, that's more reasonable is that it is just a mythological creature. Uh, because, as you'll see in the next chapter... It's highly are, possible. Yeah, the Jews are quite aware with of mythological creatures. And I think this thing... Um, what we're, so I'll go ahead and tell you. What we're going to talk about in chapter 41 is something called the Leviathan, capital L. So you got the Behemoth, capital B, the Leviathan, capital L, the Land Monster, and the Sea Monster. All right. Uh, there's some rabbinic like mythology that says that these are two great creatures that will fight at the end of the world mm. and that God will have to come down and strike them with a sword mm. and that he will flay open the uh, behemoth and its skin will be used to make tents for the people and they will eat of its guts and rejoice. So well, that's a fun, fun little story. Yeah, yeah. If you're into that, you that I want to do that. Yeah. Eat some behemoth um, guts. I, I mean, yeah, there's not much to it. Uh, at its core, he's like, yeah, you know. Just so in case you're wondering, here's how beneath you you are to me, is I created a monster as a fucking joke that you can't even fucking touch, you know? Yeah. Like, like it, it, it'd be like, it'd be like the U.S. picking a fight with like, um, I'm trying to think of a country we could easily take. Uh, Most of them. Let's say Grenada or something. I don't know. Like okay. Guam. And you half. Know, like, let's just say for whatever reason, we decide to fight a war with our own territory, Guam. And okay. we're like, they're like, well, how? will flip like, over if we put too many troops there. And we're just like, well, it's not even that we're warring with them. We're just, uh, okay, I got it. 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 Good. So we're, so God is the U.S. Yeah. And Job is, uh, the isle is the nation of Japan. Okay. And God has just been sending Marines to rape their women. In, say, Okinawa, for yeah, instance. and say in Okinawa, for instance, you know, famously. Yeah, okay. And they love doing it. And, like, yeah. the Okinawan people are like, what the fuck? Like, why do you keep sending your Marines? They're raping us. You know they're doing it. Why, why don't you yeah. do something about it? And, like, the U.S., the government's like, if you could stop even one of our fucking drones, maybe you could fucking talk. You know? Like, yeah. 
Do you have any idea what a battleship could do to you fucking guys? So, uh, I rest my case. (laughs) That is roughly the long and short of it. Um, and, and then, so let's tie, that's kind of been the gist throughout, but let's tie it into this behemoth thing. Now they're not just saying that they're going to say some other shit that is completely nonsensical, right? Like, um, like, do you realize that the United States is home to the abominable snowman (laughs) and that that we're the only people that are able to tame them? Yeah. Like, that's what this is like now. It's just getting off the fucking rails. Like, in 41, when we meet the Leviathan, that fucker is even crazier because we can at least, like, make some hypotheses about what the behemoth might be, right? Like, oh, it kind of sounds like a hippo, kind of sounds like a croc hippo. A hippo definitely checks all the boxes as far as I wouldn't fuck with it with a sword. Yeah. I would, but most people wouldn't. So <laughs> so now we get to the Leviathan, which is a whole other fucking ball of wax. So he says, first to Job, let's talk about Leviathan. Do you think you could catch it with a fish hook? Do you think you could fucking, you know, become its master, put a ring in its nose, make it your slave? Do you think you could make it a pet, like a bird or something? you think you could put it on a leash for the young women in your house to walk around with? So what is this fucker? Uh, this thing... Gets a description kind of like the behemoth, but it's a lot, a lot scarier. So going into it in verse 12, he kind of starts, he says, I will not fail to speak of Leviathan's limbs, its strength and its graceful form. Who can strip it of its outer coat or double or penetrate its double coat of armor? Badass. Who dares to open the doors of its mouth that are ringed with fearsome teeth? Its back has rows of shields tightly scaled together. Uh, it's so close to... Oh, sorry. Each scale is so close to the next that you can't even get like a spear in there or anything. Um, And then just for fun, it's snorting throws out flashes of light. Its eyes are like the rays of dawn. Flames stream from its mouth and sparks shoot out of its nose. What the fuck? It, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically a sea dragon. Yes. Uh, It says it has limbs. But my Bible says that the Hebrew for Leviathan would reference a mythical sea serpent. Yes. Which is interesting because there was mention previously where they're like talking about how powerful God is. And they're like, yeah, but remember when he single-handedly beat the shit out of the fucking great serpent? Yeah. You know, so it. Maybe he's referencing that, but he loves. But also, I should mention, God loves these things. You know why? Because yeah. they're fucking powerful, and that's all God cares about, really. That when is. it comes to respect, might makes right. Yeah. yeah, that is definitely what we could call this episode. I wonder. Um, let me ask you a question. Do you think Job and humanity knew about these things prior to God y- mentioning it? I think they do in the same way that Scottish people knew about the Loch Ness monster. Well, the Loch Ness monster wasn't even a myth until the guy made it up. What? I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I see. I think it actually is like the Loch Ness monster, where I I wonder. Imagine you're Job, and you're like, I just want to know why my house got burned down. No, come on. And God's like, and also this. There's a cosmic fucking snake out there, and you're like, well, no, God didn't say this to them. The people, the people wrote this story. I know, but we're assuming God is Leviathan. You know, they yeah, but come on. The no, I, I'm saying from just, the point of view of Job, if this were real, if this were okay, real, imagine fine. you're Job, and you're like, I just wonder why my house burned down. And he's like, well, you know about the fucking mythical ox. And you're like, what? Yeah, there's huh? a mythical ox that could kill you and your whole family like that. And you're like, okay. It's blue. It's ginormous. Yeah. And what about the Leviathan? You ever been swimming? Think about this shit. Think about the fucking Leviathan underneath you breathing fire underwater, Job. You ever think about that shit? 
Uh, so here, let's get off a little tangent. Um, let's do it. My concordance talks about this section, and it's like some people think a Leviathan is a crocodile, which is patently absurd. That's the word it uses. <laughs> okay. It then goes on to describe something that's totally not patently absurd by saying, hey, look, you know, you think this sounds crazy, but the bombardier beetle shoots fire, so why couldn't this? So that's their response, which they, I'm assuming, don't think is patently absurd because they're pitching it for us. Okay. The bombardier beetle is a little beetle, I think, in South America, that what it does is it has two compartments in it, one with uh, hydroquin and one with hydrogen peroxide. Mm-hmm. And when it combines them with a catalyst and shoots out of its butt, it like is boiling hot liquid, basically. It's Not a, fire. It's acid. I just looked it up. It's it's a caustic, but it's also boiling. Yeah. It's almost the heat of boiling water. It's it's two so chemicals caustic, that make like hot acid. Yeah, the two chemicals don't. There also has to be this uh, uh, catalyst that it uses, and it basically pops it out really quick and sprays things. It can kill other bugs with it. So their their response to there is a fire breathing sea dragon is that well that's not that implausible because this one beetle can spray acid. <laughs> <laughs> Evolution's so cool. I don't desperate. know. Um, but here's why. Wait, wait, wait. Here's why they say maybe it's just like the bombardier beetle is because creationists point to the bombardier beetle as irreducible complexity, uh, which is like one of their biggest arguments for anti-evolution. Right. It so is that's quite why the, They just wanted to drop bombardier beetle into the concordance because some creationist scientists use that as an example saying in fact that no way that this bombardier beetle just developed naturally because if those two chemicals touch it it would explode which isn't true of course it's complete bullshit if you there look has it up, to be this catalyst if if you look up uh may 2015 bombardier beetle fires super hot liquid through its butt scientists now know how <laughs> yes yeah. uh I don't know if it explains the evolutionary. Like, no, it's certainly an interesting concept. Yeah, um, it has it has two channels. One that contains uh, hydrogen peroxide. Yes. And uh, da, 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 what's the other one? Uh, Hydroquin or something. Yeah, or something yeah. like uh, that. Uh, benzoquinone um, through a reaction. Yeah, benzoquinone in one uh, cavity, hydrogen peroxide in the other. When they mix in the air, they hyperheat. They have a, a fast reaction that creates uh, caustic, hyperhot acid. It basically turns into an acid, uh, but the reaction is so quick and it reduces so much energy that it actually gets to boil. Yeah, that it's hot as shit. Correct. That is an interesting question. The bombardier beetle is a highly complex. I would be very interested to know how it evolved. But I, I don't think that, again, when, when it comes to evolution, there's so much evidence supporting it. Yeah, I'm sure, you know. And when you consider, you know, billions of years, it's not really that big. Yeah. Of a deal. So God, so God created this entire uh, uh, ecosystem and and all these bone structures and uh, God, what's that term? Like vestigial organs and things and animals and stuff. And there's a reason whales have hip bones. But this one beetle, he was like, no, but you start here. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> um, whatever. That is interesting. Uh, At least yeah, like the Catholics are on board with evolution but, now. That's the one thing you got going for them. Yeah. But to your point. That um, because there is one animal that doesn't shoot fire, just hot liquid. Yeah, uh, and they're like, yeah, that could also mean that there was a giant fucking sea monster that we've never heard that of that sprays shoots, literal that sprays fire. Fire, you know, one that we well, I, I and this is I, I think it's funnier to me. Isn't to imagine that, uh, that in Reign of Fire, isn't that how it worked? 
they, they probably pulled from the Bombardier Beetle because it was like two sacks that like mixed chemicals. Well, I don't know if they pulled it from the Bombardier Beetle. I, I think napalm works that way. Is that it's two chemicals that mix in the air and ignite? Uh, you know, I, I'm okay. pretty sure that you have two channels of chemicals that mix at the tip. Yeah, um, and then they create a they create a, a fire. Um, but I, I don't know it. I think it's funnier to me just to kind of think about like Job not being aware of it. it. To me, it'd be like a kid and you just knock over a sandcastle. He's like, why would you do this? Like, you think you can challenge me? Do you know what brain cancer is? Do you know what a fucking aneurysm <laughs> would do to you? Like, what? Like, you think At you're afraid now. Do you know about serial rapists? You're like, I, I, I don't know why, why is it a point to scare me? I don't, I'm sorry that I meant, got angry about the sandcastle, but like, yeah, do you know what a fucking rapist will do to you in the bathroom of an Arby's? You're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just giving him a whole new lore. Stretch you the yeah. fuck out. You're like, all right. Okay. All right. I'm sorry That's about good. the sandcastle. Um, so yeah, God, God basically wraps up with like, it's like a Dungeons and Dragon monster manual kind of just, he talks about how powerful these things are. It is. It their, is uh, cool. Challenge rating is, uh, as, uh, smoke goes out of his nostrils as from a boiling pot and burning rushes, his breath kindles coals and flame God. goes out of his mouth. God's like, do you realize how many hit points the Vison has? You could never take one on with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think you could fight a Snorlax? I think not. <laughs> uh, strength dwells in his neck and sorrow dances before him. The Leviathan's fucking badass, bro. Uh, it is cool. I do want one. His heart is as hard as stone, even as hard as the lower millstone. And when he raises himself up, the mighty are afraid. You know, it's like... Cool. I don't know. It is cool. I it just it, I I am fascinated. This makes me think about. I, and I know I mentioned it once that I was standing in line for brunch with my dogs, and some dumb fucking Christian used my dog to get close to me. Like, oh, can I pet your dog? And like, now he's petting my dog. He's like, can I ask you about your Lord and Savior? I was like, oh, this sucks. But um, the, he was trying to convince me. Same argument. I ironically the same argument. Of like, well, you know, God makes miracles and evolution doesn't make sense. And, and only God can make the things happen. I'm like, well, you know, I, I've seen David Blaine. You know, I don't think magic such a big, <laughs> I don't think magic such a big fucking deal. You know? Yeah. And he was like, well, that's demonic magic. And I was like, I, I can't imagine. Oh, no. I can't imagine what it would be like to live in a world where these things, you believe them, where they're real. Uh, imagine yeah. living in a world where you're concerned about the fucking Leviathan, you know, or the behemoth. Well, you know, it's it's such a fascinating idea to be concerned about mythological creatures and convinced of their existence. I know. Uh, Question for you. Mm. All right. Let's say tomorrow, breaking news. Okay. We discovered this exact creature right. somewhere in the Mariana Trench. Does that move the needle for you? <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're just, he just, I, I'll tell you what, I, I would, if, if they like, if like James Cameron's down there and he flashes a flashlight <laughs> and there's just the fucking Leviathan sitting there smoking a pipe with his fucking underwater fire breath, I'd be like, I don't know. Maybe there's a God. <laughs> I don't want to go to heaven now. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I take it all back, George Bush. You're one of the good ones. <laughs> we should have invaded Iraq. Um, yeah, I, I, no, summing it up, though, the whole point is God is like, you are beneath me. You're not only yeah. so beneath me, but these two fucking pets that I can control like they're nothing uh, could kick the shit out of you, bro. 
Which, again, yeah. I mean, he's like, I control the thunderstorm, I control the fucking waves, I control the earth. I also control two animals that could kick the shit out of you. Yeah, legendary Pokemon. Yeah. Um, also, I made the Leviathan. You couldn't in a million years ever hope to kick his ass. No. It's so fucking silly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's pretty yeah. fucking cool. Uh, yeah, it's do- it's cool, but like in a silly, you know, it's like a it's like big trouble in little China. I really, I I want to keep talking about him. His underside because he talks about it forever. Oh, like yeah. if this thing exists, I like the right? undersides are jagged pot shards. That's dope. Uh, what is this? His he speards pointed marks. He spreads pointed marks in the mire. He makes the deep boil like a pot. He makes the yeah, sea. You're in your stupid. You're in the stupid version of the Bible. Mine's like more dumped down for. He leaves a shining wake behind him. One would think the deep had white hair. On earth, there is nothing like him, which is made without fear. He beholds every high thing. He is king over all the children of pride. I, what is this? Oh, <laughs> shit. Dude, he's just describing a submarine. <laughs> Shoots fire, right? Yeah. Leaves a wake, an oily wake, like the sheen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fires it, uh, uh, tomahawk missiles into the Sea of Japan. Sword. Swords that reach it have no effect. That's true. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yeah. I think that's what we have here is a, is a submarine. If it slaps your wife, you're doing nothing, bro. Nothing. 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 If it comes uh, in your wife, so- you're eating that shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, that's chapter 41. It's about the Leviathan. Chapter 42. Finally. The last chapter. We are done with Job after this. Job replies to the Lord. So... Job already talked to God, right? He said, hey, no, you're, you're really powerful. But God decides to keep going on and tell him about the behemoth and the Leviathan. So now Job says, look, stop, stop. Yeah, I, 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 imagine, I imagine God is lifting his arms above his head to make himself look taller even. And Job just <laughs> curled in a fetal position. Yeah, 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 man, whatever, 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 whatever. Cool, 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 cool. If he you says, bring up one I'm more the- mythical creature, I will shit myself. <laughs> I am but a humble country folk. Uh, Job says, I know you can do everything. I know that no thing you set out to do can be thwarted. And you're asking, who is it that obscures my plans without knowledge? Surely I spoke of things I don't understand. All right. It's too wonderful for me to know. I can't know about that. Yeah, bro. You're right. You're right. You're right. (laughs) He says, you said, listen now, and I will speak. I will question you and you shall answer me. My ears have heard of you. But now my eyes have seen you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent to dust and ashes. What a fucking little bitch. What a fucking cuck. Uh, yeah. Ask your question, dude. <laughs> you got your chance. Do it. Do it, big man. This is the one guy who had a chance to, for all of humanity to find out what the fuck is going on. And he drops the fucking bag. What's What's weird is, and, and, and I think it's so important, my Bible prior, like when it's mentioned, it's like, oh, yes, Job brings up primal themes of theodicy and and why does god let bad things happen and we're going to really cover it blah blah blah. but we don't job makes all these questions in the beginning he discusses them his friends discuss them no one is correct and then god shows up is like yeah the problem is you fucking asking these questions the problem is you thinking too much when you belong in god's kitchen yeah more or less bringing me hot supper god it's awful so god says after all this, um, he says to Eliphaz, the Timonite, right? Timonite, the guy, the first talker, the first guy that Job talked to way, way, way back. He says, look, I'm pissed off at you and your other two buddies because you didn't speak well about me, right? You didn't defend me as well as you could have. 
So here's what you're going to do. You're going to take seven bulls and seven rams. You're going to go to Job and you're going to sacrifice that as a burnt offering. And then Job will pray for you to me. Don't you fucking pray to me. You better not say, you better not fucking say. You don't say shit. You fucking sacrifice the bulls. Job prays to me for you on your behalf. And then I'll forgive you. But I don't want to hear shit from you. (laughs) I imagine, I imagine when I think of this. I think of Job is sitting in traffic. He's at a red light. He's doing everything he's supposed to do. Fucking yeah. van plows into the back of him, kills his kids. And he's oh, like, hey, man, what the ten. fuck? I was parked at the red light. You fucking. And then like three guys get out of the fucking car. Like, don't you fucking talk shit about us. We fucking, you, you were asking for it. I know you got a fucking DUI in your history. <laughs> and they're just like, they're just like shaking him around. He's like, no, I, I was just parked. I was just parked. And then like God gets out of the backseat. He's been watching the whole time. He's like, do you have any idea how far I could punch you into the fucking space? Have you ever <laughs> seen, do you have any idea what I can bench? And Job's like, okay, I'll just get back in the van. In my car. Yeah. And, and then and then God's now angry at the three other guys in the vehicle, and he's like, and you guys fucking were bad, too. You better ask him to pray for you. You should have just killed him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you did all this. No reason so, for it. So sure enough, they listen to God. They go, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. Take the bulls and the rams to Job, sacrifice them, and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. Then, we're talking to the next verse. Immediately after that, uh, that Job, after Job prayed, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. And all of his brothers and sisters and everyone who had ever known him came and ate at this house and brought him silver and gold rings. And everyone clapped. Yay. And Obama Jesus gave him $100 bills. Oh, my God. It says the Lord blessed the latter part of his life even more than the former part. He had 14,000 sheep and 6,000 camels and a 1,000 yoke of oxen. Oh, and guess what? He had seven more sons and three more daughters, just like their last ones. But these daughters me- these daughters were hotter. In case you're wondering yeah. how we made out, because it's like the same number of kids. But just so you know, these daughters, they'll turn you reverse gay. He had sexy-ass little girls. And then it's... Okay, this reminds me of... Uh, have you seen the movie Beer Fest? Yeah. Yeah, when oh, the one guy oh, dies, yeah. but then he's replaced by his yeah. twin. And he's like, and he and told me like, all about you normal. guys, so it's like, you can act as if he never left. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening here. And, like, the absurdity in that movie, of course, because it's a funny, it's a joke movie. It's a, it's a comedy, I think is the term. The, term but the, yeah. the absurdity of that is that, obviously, you would still miss your friend. It wouldn't work that way. Yeah. You can't just replace someone with their twin. And I'm fucking but his wife. Course, and you're like, great. <laughs> and, of course, in the Bible, totally fine. That logic actually carries through that's a happy fucking ending baby we got phil back yeah let's just call him phil <laughs> let's just, call just him. like the last one <laughs> and, and, and i can't stress these daughters they're hotter so yeah it's fine let's go let's go the double daddy win <laughs> i would love it if like some guy's like yeah my daughter was murdered by a rapist and and she died and it's like well you adopted a hotter daughter so you know you're doing better True. you know yeah your new daughter is looking. She's got, mwah. yeah. Oh, your new daughter, huge tits, and oh my god, that pussy sharpen a pencil in it. And you're like, this is great. I love that. I love that. His replacement daughter's only mentioned attributes or how sexy they are. <laughs> it is great. It is. It is a fantastic. Like, if you want to know how good Job's doing, his daughters, whoo. In Fucking, fact, I hope the- no bandit king catches them. I hope if I have any ugly daughters, they die so I can get hotter ones later. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man, I I would love it if like some guys like showing me pictures of his daughter, and I'm like, ooh, she is ugly. But don't worry, maybe <laughs> maybe you get a newer. Kill this one. Maybe like roll the dice for the God. next. You one. can't do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you let like God kill you. I would kids. just let her live in Kansas, right in Tornado Alley, and I would just. Yeah, you got to check your policy on the on the kid, right? right? It's like with the insurance company. Right. If you purposely wreck the car, they're not going to give you a newer bottle. Right. But right. if something happens on accident. Yeah. A, a branch, a.k.a. an act yep. of God, smashes through. Fresh fresh paint job, baby. God, it's so fucking great. Uh, yeah, I. And then, after, well, and, and the final sentence, of course, uh, after that, Job lived for 140 more years, saw his children and their children to the fourth generation, and then he died. Happy as fuck, which is how we know that this isn't true, because the PTSD he would have killed himself yeah, so many I would, times. I would do it too. Um, let's let's talk about the moral of the story. Ultimately, so this is a stupid fucking book. Job okay. is awful. This book makes yeah. no fucking sense. I refuse any argument that this thing makes sense. It does not. Job has his entire life ruined as a bet. Right. Yeah. All his fa- yep. all his family die. All the sheep. His servants die too. You know, like it was the whole thing. And they have this big long argument where Job is basically like, "You can do anything you want for God. It does not matter." He punishes some. He sometimes punishes the good. He sometimes lifts up the wicked. And his friends are like, "No, no, no. He never does that." And then God comes down. And is like, "Look at how much I can fucking bench you, motherfucker." By the way, I've decided to reward you for being so good. That's what I do. Which is yeah. no, you know, like so. The whole point was that the three friends, their argument was like, "Don't worry. If you are good, if you repent, if you make good with God, He will restore you." And then the the ending of the story is God restoring Job according to the instructions by the three shithead friends who God hates and says they misrepresented yeah. him. It doesn't make any sense. One of the biggest issues with it for me is that it insists that what we do is important, right? That what it insists that what we do and the way we follow God is essential to us having a good life. But then it also insists the exact opposite, that nothing we do matters, that the people in our lives are completely replaceable, that that our experience is pointless because God is so much greater than us that we are fucking worms. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't that doesn't line up for me. It, it can't be both of those things. It can be one or the other. It, it makes me think of, um, I don't know. I mean, Florida, who knows? My experience, I'm sure, isn't universal. But- even before I realized, realized, I didn't, you know, I didn't try to be an atheist or anything like that. It was just something I realized I don't believe in that shit. Um, even before that, when people were like, yeah, you should come to church. I'm like, no, nah, I've met churchgoers. You guys suck. I'm not going to surround myself with cunts. But um, yeah. I'll worship on my own time in my own space. I don't really need some child molester telling me how to live my life. Um, but even before that, well, people would be do, like, but- yeah, you do. You really do. Um, especially representing our district in, in Congress. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, the idea of like, well, do you think that everything that happens in the world is just random? Do you, you can go on living your life thinking that the cosmos is just random occurrences, that there isn't a bigger plan? That seems sad. Like, that seems like that would be scary to me to think yeah. of the world as being random. Or unordered, or not with a plan, you know. And I'm like, that would be better than this. That Job has not answered that question. You haven't made any sense of that. 
All, all yeah. you said is that God says he's powerful. That's the it. Yeah. God There's is no plan for you. God is so powerful and he can hurt you a million different ways. Ergo, cower on the ground like a good boy and worship yeah. me. That is the answer. That This whole book is God punishing Job, kicking the absolute shit out of him as a joke, as a yeah. bet, as a gamble that was unnecessary. He provoked Satan. He, he yes. started this whole mess. And then at the end, God says, yeah, and by the way, don't you ever fucking cross me. You know? Yeah. I mean, that guy sounds I made right. clouds boss. eat shit. I know where the fucking storeroom, I know where the key is to the office supply of snow. Yeah. He does. He's going to fucking throw it all over us. <laughs> Which I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And, and the idea of God as a tyrant, you know, like, oh, well, oh, wait. God, God you makes. You just it- said something. Mm. You just said something that I think is really important. And I think it's the point of this message. You don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I can't understand. Oh my god, it. he admitted. <laughs> yeah, all right, fair enough. Uh, you know, I guess I would say I don't know, but anyone looking to this as yeah. like, I don't know, as if you do know, as if like, no, 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 don't worry, I've got a handle on things. I've read the book. I know what Job's about. You're like, well, I don't know. The end of Job leads a lot to be desired. Is the point just that? Like, like it'd be like, oh, well, you can't. If someone came to me and said, I'm sorry, abortion has to be illegal. God loves all babies. And I'm like, okay, yeah. but what's your what's your logic on that? And they're like, have you ever seen clouds? Like, ah, <laughs> can you make you a cloud? Admit, I'm like, I, I, I don't know. You have to admit that accepting this and, and liking it and deciding to worship the guy is an extreme form of humility, uh, rivaled probably only by being a complete cuckold. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. It, it is definitively cuckoldry. It's like, oh, yeah. could you please stop fucking my wife? And it's like, have you seen how big my dick is? You don't ask, please. You yeah, do not you ask. challenge me. Yeah. Have God is s- a bull god for a reason. <laughs> have you seen my gun collection? You're like, ah, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, don't they call them bulls? Uh, they do call them bulls, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Dude, Judeo-Christianity is cucked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a, I, 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 uh, I don't know why. Uh, someone was talking to me. Someone was arguing me. I was like, I was starting to explain cuck. It was like yeah. 2016. Yeah. And that was when you called people cuck. Like, it first came out. Like, yo, bro, you want Syrians to come into this country? You're a fucking cuck, yeah, bro. Yeah, like mag. It was a maggot term, a right? Maggot we term. took it back from them. We took it back from them, yeah. Liberals liberals yeah. took it back because we are cucks. But yeah. <laughs> um, the irony is that, like, uh, Jerry Falwell, super cuck. Jerry Falwell Jr. <laughs> oh, yeah. is a total cuck. Professionally. I'm willing to bet Matt Gates is kind of a cuck, too. Um, I, I bet that's part yeah. of their, their – I, I feel like being a conservative makes you um, – Yeah, he – he lets all the other uh, guys at the uh, the Illuminati meeting uh, smash nest. I, I think that showing pictures of girls you have sex with to other people is a form of cuckoldry. Yeah, <laughs> cuckoldry. Weird. Yeah, you see this chick. Make, now you get to see her too. I'm enjoying this. I want you to see my wife's pussy. That's what I'm about. Someone did that to me once, and it made me feel very weird. I did not like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. I've uh, I, I had someone show me like, "Hey, you want to see what my uh, girlfriend's ass looks like?" I'm like, "Well, of course." Yeah. The answer is yes. But then I see it. I'm <laughs> but like, I "Don't like that you're doing yeah, this." <laughs> this whole this whole this whole situation is awful. Uh, yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah. So that's so yeah. 
Let's uh, not go in too deep thematic because let's have a really good recap. Yeah, we're gonna do a one. we're gonna do a big old recap on this. And I'm actually yeah. I I think we're finally everyone said everyone's like oh yeah when you're doing when we started this podcast everyone was like well wait till we get to Job and it was like well there you know we've been reading a whole lot of Bible thus far and certainly the whole Davidian period and the, the kingdom of yeah. Israel there's a lot to go into and a lot but I think this one especially where God is called on to defend his actions and his defense is fuck you. Yeah. I think it's cool as shit. Yeah, he's like a, he reminds me of like a Rorschach type character. <laughs> yeah. They will they will scream at me why and I'll whisper shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real cool. Anyway, uh yeah. let's let's uh what's our email since we still don't have if a Twitter, you, I'm sure. We still don't have a Twitter. We need to get a TikTok or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Uh, you can email us at revelationspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email on what social media platform we should get on. Yeah, all right. Please. There's just going to be that Give one, us some yeah. advice. Yeah. Give, it, give us be, career advice, even. I wonder if we could do some sort of a video platform. That could be fun. Ooh, maybe for our Patreon su- subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, you wanted to say something about our, our your fair governor? Yeah. I don't hate DeSantis, to be honest. I, I What was he going against? He was going against a... Well, I like there's I, I there's pros and cons with him. Right, a pro, unlike my governor, at least he can walk. <laughs> con, on the other hand, is that he's Italian, so that kind of takes away the whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah, gross. When I lived in Florida, we didn't have Italians. I don't know what you guys are doing <laughs> there kept, now. We kept letting them, them run your fucking state. Well, I but. think I think what's happened is that the Cubans have gone soft. So they used to they used to uh, kick them out. You know, Cubans are to and, Italian uh, people as to what black uh, what cops are to homeless people. Okay. <laughs> cool. We keep the streets clean. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> that is, that's dense. All right. So anyways, let's talk about Governor DeSantis real quick. This isn't really that important. Uh, DeSantis uh, is riding high on the hog because 60 Minutes tried a hatchet job on him and are just getting lambasted. Full fake news. Um, yeah. So he now gets to be a hero. Fuck you, 60 Minutes, for, 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 uh, for compromising. Uh, being a bunch of shitheads. But um, the thing I thought was interesting is DeSantis had a roundtable discussion. I didn't see it. I don't have that kind of – I don't care that much. But uh, Yeah, it's, well, it's gone now anyway. It's gone so now. But DeSantis had a, round, had a roundtable discussion with experts, actual doctors from Oxford and Stanford, talking about the virus, talking about plans. It was a discussion. And I believe at one point DeSantis is talking about, do children need to wear masks in school? And one of the guys is like, well, there's no efficacy to that. You know, like there's not much point to them wearing masks in school. It isn't going to affect their health, really. Yeah. And it probably has negative side effects on their psyche and development and that kind of thing, blah, blah. Which is, I don't think that guy is qualified to make that. Like if you wear a mask, you're going to turn kids gay or make them weak or whatever. I don't, you know. I, a lot of people were in World War II uh, in Britain getting uh, having to live underground because of the bombs dropping from the Nazis. They probably turned out fine, you know. Probably voted sure. for Brexit, but other than that. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I, 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 the point was is that, yeah, they were like, yeah, I don't think there's much efficacy to children wearing masks in school, which I kind of agree with. Uh, and I get this argument all the time with some people who are like, I think the masks make sense in some contexts if worn correctly and uh, what's that word consistently, you know. Okay. But like for instance, and, and we've talked about this. Like when I'm, I was on a plane flying to 
come see you uh, a little while ago. And it was yeah. like, you got to have the masks on. Oh, fucking mask. Everyone's got to wear their mask, which is fine if you were fucking consistent about it. But then the second you sit down, they're like, oh, yeah, here's your peanuts. Here's your fucking drink. And everyone's masks immediately come off. And we're just eating and fucking breathing on each other for yeah. 40, you know, for 60% of the fucking flight. And then the masks come on for the last half. So it, what's the point of wearing the mask if we're going to just take it off for half the trip and then eat sure. with each other, you know, like, you know, shoulder sure. to shoulder? I don't know. So I, I, mean, I, I would imagine it still somewhat minimizes the spread when you're walking and you're like walking past a bunch of people and you're at an elevation and you're breathing down on them versus in your seat. It's a little more confined. Not, I, I guess not. you're limited. You know, like if I, if, if one guy does like, have like at a restaurant, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. which it's not The thing is that like in all likelihood, yeah, you're not doing a lot, but even if that stops one or two, even if on that flight, it stops one or two people from spreading it. I mean, that's. Okay. I, fair. So, like, let's say the one guy that has coronavirus is in the back left of the plane. Yeah. And he spreads yeah. it to the six people around him. and, and As opposed yeah, to, like, if we all didn't have our masks all the time and we're all crowded at the front and then he gives it to yeah. everybody, sure, fine, whatever. I, yeah, even if you're talking about a 10 or 15% downturn, it's that's worth it. It's not a big deal to wear a fucking mask I mean, for a I mean, I wouldn't fist fight a guy over it. I wear my mask. I don't give a shit because getting angry over wearing a mask is is what makes you a fucking pussy. Like the guys that get like, yeah. Oh, I can't believe I have to wear a mask in Walmart. You got, you don't, have, you don't have anything better to yeah. fucking cry about. You know? Yeah. Uh, Black lives matter bothers you. <laughs> you know, like th- th- those guys getting angry about, um, you- you're calling black lives matters pussies, but you can't wear a mask in the fucking Kroger's. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, whatever. It is a discussion. I don't, I would rather just no drinks, no pretzels, just keep the fucking mask on. That's the argument I'm making. I'm not saying no mask ever. I'm just saying, what is the point if you're just going to sabotage the mask wearing Sure. with fucking pretzels? There's definitely been inconsistencies from corporations, but what do you expect? Yeah, so I fine. Mean. But whatever. If the guy wants to make the argument that a bunch of kids at school, shoulder to shoulder, going to gym together, fucking eating in cafeterias, and, and, and swarming each other all day long, that yeah, do masks make a mask fucking on? difference? I, I think that's a... Fair argument you can make. Whether or not yeah. it's backed by science or statistics is its own fucking thing. But certainly the guy making that argument is qualified to make that argument. Yeah, it's weird that YouTube took it down. And for YouTube sure. took it down for violating their specific stance that anyone ever say that masks are not to be worn for any period of time ever. I don't know. Yeah. But then the backfire of it that's even stupider or as stupid, at least, is now they're like, oh, YouTube's too woke. Shut the fuck up. It has nothing to do with wokeness. <laughs> you know, like, <sighs> like, like, as if, as if, as if the guy's like, yeah, I don't think kids have to wear uh, masks. And they're just like, but what are the lesbians going to think? You know, like, that's, you know, it's, it's not really wokeness, is it? They're just trying to cover their ass because idiots will, I, I, I guess the also point is that the, the general theme is, I, I think we should have like braces to, instead of what would Jesus do? It, it'd be like, what would idiots think? Like, you can imagine an idiot <laughs> hearing that and being like, so you're saying masks are gay? And I'm like, no, that's not what I'm fucking saying. I'm saying in this specific instance that children wearing masks in a school where they're going to then fucking grind on each other in the fucking hallways, you know, might not be an effective use of the mask. You know, it's not yeah. consistent. It's not going to it's not going to have a statistical benefit. Sure. But that's not, you know, like, oh, you're saying that vaccines are evil. Like, that's not what I'm fucking saying. You know, like, Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that's the I think that's the danger is that we have to be worried about what we say now because you don't know what fucking idiots will take with it. So you're saying five G causes cancer? I'm not fucking saying five G causes cancer. You I wish. Idiot. I'll yeah. get a fucking five G gun. I know a lot of people. I'd be pointing that thing at. You. <laughs>